listeners. Mirror Stage is excited to present the U.S. premiere of The Squirrel Plays by Mia McCullough. The show will be in the studio at 12th Avenue Arts on Capitol Hill in Seattle, April 28th through May 20th, 2023. The Squirrel Plays are a cycle of three short plays, Infestation, Compensation, and Eradication, that we hope will inspire a dialogue about current events. Here on the Mirror Stage podcast, we're chatting with the cast and crew to give you all a spoiler-free look behind the squirrel plays so you can know more about what everyone's doing to bring the show to life. So thank you all for joining me today. Uh, If you would, just start by introducing yourself, telling us who you are and what you do. All right, I'll start. I'm Caitlin. I'm playing the role of Linda, and I am an actress, a singer, and I'm a theater maven. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) My name is Emily. I am... Alice, or neighbor number two. Uh, I'm mostly an actor. I dabble in playwriting a little bit. Um, I don't know. What do you do is a hard question. <laughs> I do it. I have eight jobs right now. So everything wow. you can think of is what I do. <laughs> nice. And I am Surin Nye, and I play Amy. I was about to say Alice. I play Amy, which is neighbor number one. And I am a family law attorney, actress, playwright, and I have also produced plays in the past. Wow, nice. Awesome. So what does storytelling mean to you all? Storytelling, to me, is the foundation of shared knowledge. Um, Be that theatrical storytelling, visual storytelling, musical storytelling. It is, I think, a way that we communicate broader concepts, emotions, feelings, and shared moments in society. Nice, thank you. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't know. I would say storytelling to me, I, I mean, to piggyback off of that, I guess, has always been about like emotional communication or just sort of tapping into the things that we don't necessarily allow ourselves to just have normal conversations about. It's about kind of emoting and relating in a different way or finding ways to relate to experiences that we don't have on a day-to-day basis and just sort of passing that on. I'm really into ghosts. I'm really into ghosts. And like ghost stories, I think people think they're so silly, but there's something important in the act of just telling somebody's story. Uh, especially with people that aren't here anymore or aren't, you know, able to tell their own stories that is, uh, really speaks to me in particular. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's it, I guess. <laughs> nice, thank you. Storytelling to me is sharing, you know, human condition, you know, and learning from each other and growing from learning other people's stories. Nice, thank you. Empathy was the word that I was trying to come up with. It's, it's about learning to empathize or, you know, and I guess maybe not learning to or teaching to empathize, but empathy has a lot to do with it. Mm-hmm. It's just sort of putting yourself or allowing yourself to step in to somebody else's shoes, I guess. I was trying to come up with the word empathy for three minutes. Nice. Thank you. Um, so, without giving away too much, what can you all tell us about your role in the squirrel plays? <laughs> I give you the evil laugh because um, 
I play an archetype in our society right now, and she is the most difficult role I've ever played. I've been an actor since I was four years old. I've played tons of varietals of actors and uh, as people, animals, plants, even. And this this archetype human is um, I, so not who I am in any way, shape, or form. And I don't want to say much more than she's just not nice in any way, shape, or form either. And so it's been very, very difficult. Um, it's not a big role, but it's uh, definitely one of the most challenging things to grapple with and to justify in performance. <laughs> nice. My role, I think, is also similar in the sense that I'm portraying someone with, as, as a person of color, who definitely has some blind spots and ignorances and kind of just identifies, you know, with, with people in power, right? And not having a realization of, um, of, you know, race and, you know, not, um, how do I put this, you know, just identifying more with, with whiteness and not really having a deep dive look into who she is and how she, you know, that's just how she identifies, that's how she grew up, she's with us in this community um, and a sort of classic community as well and that's just how she has been formed. And, um, she has also just had life experiences that she wasn't going to expect to have in this play and also grappling with that on top of, um, you know, her identity. Yeah, I don't know. It's hard to, I think, describe Alice. I would say she's, I don't know, my opinion is that she's the nicest neighbor, but <laughs> that's just because that's my opinion and I, it's because I am Alice. Um, uh, she's Catholic. She really is a very, very well-meaning Catholic. Um, I think she is definitely one of those people that is sort of in the neighborhood who is coming at everything with love, but does also have those blind spots that maybe she doesn't realize how her opinion is necessarily affecting the world around her. Um, because she has her beliefs and she's she sticks to her beliefs and she doesn't necessarily feel as though everyone else has to align with those beliefs, but she is not willing to compromise on some things. <laughs> and that's, that's sort of where she runs into to trouble, I think. Um, and she's also the one that worries the most, I think, about judgment, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, which is difficult in this play because the neighbors are really judgmental. Um, <laughs> We're ooh, judgmental. I, mean, I know. <laughs> Neighbors are never judgmental. It's a we really, just want the best for everybody. Yeah, and you should fix your fence color <laughs> <laughs> for you, not for not for, not me. for me, but for you, you should probably do something about it. Yeah, uh, it is. It's an interesting microcosm with the neighbors of the suburbs. We are totally in a different play than everybody else. Yeah, <laughs> we are not in the first play at all. Yeah, which is totally so we get a lot of chill time. <laughs> um, but you know, and we are impactful in short bursts, and so 
there's a lot that we bring to broaden the scope of the play and to push the boundaries of what's happening. Like every time the neighbors arrive, it pushes the envelope just a titch further. Nice. That's good to know. Yeah, and it makes man and wife reevaluate, struggle, and figure out their place in this community. Yeah. Sweet. Um, so our last question, if you can, just tell us what's your favorite thing about the Squirrel Plays? Well, I really am attached to the cast and crew. I think they have all been wonderful and have really been able to elevate the play. Um, and I've been very fortunate to be working with everybody that's involved in the play. I, I would agree. I think that the cast, especially our little neighbor crew, our posse, is my fave. But um, I also am fond of some of the twisted, dark humor. Um, I think I am the person that laughs most readily in all the rehearsals at some of the lines. Um, don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing about me as a human, but uh, there's, there is some just the way that some of the comedy twists while it tells, I I enjoy that quite a bit. Nice. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't know that I have words necessarily to add to that because I would say, yeah, I would say the same thing. The cast definitely, this is my, I took an unintentional break from theater and I was just starting to get back into it when the pandemic hit. Mm. And so then this is my first show really stepping back into the world of theater. And I think the cast in particular has been really incredible. To work with and I'm glad because I feel totally comfortable with everybody in the cast which has been completely great um, and then yeah the comedy I think it's so unexpected in some places where I, like I didn't realize that there would be laughs and so finding the unexpected bits of comedy has been really fun yeah yeah it's been really fun to be in a dark comedy and to find those times of poignancy but also humor yeah mm -hmm. and subtlety there's they I think there's a there's an unspokenness that happens in some of the script between us that's really fun. There's just some dynamic that you have to see. <laughs> you have to come and see the show. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to our special look behind the squirrel plays. Remember, the show runs April 28th through May 20th at 12th Avenue Arts on Capitol Hill in Seattle. Tickets are available now at mirrorstage.org slash tickets. More information is available at mirrorstage.org. Hope to see you there.